Welcome to Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Erin Wiseman. This podcast is all about learning to take care of yourself, your life, and your practice. Are you ready? Let's go. to one that is joy-filled, sustainable, and that you absolutely freaking love. Are you ready for a coaching example today? Not our typical conversation and not a solo cast, but a coaching conversation. Occasionally through the podcast episodes, I'm going to be sprinkling these in, and they are actual recordings of me coaching with a colleague. And so today, I have a wonderful female surgeon who is talking about where her life is going and what she wants from it. She's identified that she is the job. She's been working a lot, and she wants to have some better work-life balance. She wants to have a better social life with friends, with dates with all of that she just isn't sure how to get that going so this is a short segment of us talking i'm just wondering because you, i've heard you say like you want a better social life um, you would like to have more friends. Ideally today you'd be at the spa and then later on going for a hot date. Like I hear you saying that you're ready for the life side to get a little bit more. Yes. And with that, what have you thought? You, you said you've tried to place limits or boundaries, but didn't really feel like that was as effective as other people what else have you tried to, to like suck more over onto the life, the personal side? So, you know, I tried like signing up for some, like not necessarily meetup groups, but like, um, like social like gathering. Some, yeah. Some social things like a winery tour, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, like a hike and mm-hmm. stuff like that with like REI hike or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, and so, um, you know, unfortunately like a couple of my the trips or the little adventures I planned got canceled because of the weather or I got sick I had a GI bug so I couldn't go on my winery tour that was a couple weeks ago um this last weekend I went on a to like a um a, a ethnic food festival downtown so I actually went with a, a friend um from work and that was fun. So I actually did get out there and do some things, but I try on my free time to get out and do some social things, you know, kind of like with, with the hope of like meeting and making new friends. Um, but so far I haven't really been like super successful at that. And I, and I also think, um, I call it my extreme downtime. Sometimes like you're so tired from work, like you really just like need a day to decompress, but maybe only had one day and then it's like the next work. So, um, you know, doing things, doing social events and social gatherings, I think too, like as much as I'm outgoing at, at work and just can talk to anybody at any time, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, going out 
uh, and doing something socially where I don't have a friend to go with me, or I'm just going by myself, that can be a little bit intimidating or maybe not intimidating, but like, it's just kind of exhausting. Like, I don't really want to be the, I don't want to be there without a friend, you know? So you kind of get a little bit, you feel it maybe in a little bit of an aversion to doing it because you don't have a friend to go with you. Yeah. And so isolated already. Yeah. And then there's a lot of, a lot of activities that I would do with someone else, but I don't know that I would go and do by myself. Like, am I going to go down and go to a museum alone? I know some people do that. It sounds like a a rom-com or something. Um, But do I do that alone? No. You know, am I going to go to a, on a hike in the forest by myself? No. You know, I I mean, but I haven't heard of my women in the wild retreats then have you? (laughs) No, no. I teach women how to go outside and do things by themselves and be confident with it because I'm so like about that. But anyway, well, and here, what I hear you saying is like, you have good intentions, but then life happens. The weather gets canceled. You got sick. Um, mm-hmm. and then the, the fatigue of the job impairs you from doing it. And yeah. so it sounds like I, I almost just wonder if you were to do like a time study, a breakdown of your week, how, like okay. how much percentage of, and I'm just guessing right now. I, I like I said, you know, time studies, I, you sound like you probably into like administration where they do, um, mm-hmm. you know, time flows, time study, whatever, um, of, I just wonder if, because I I hear you saying that you have awareness that your job takes a lot out of you. I'm wondering exactly how much, though, because I bet you're underestimating. Probably. Yeah, um, I think, um, I think, you know, it probably is that I need to like make more effort to kind of put myself out there and be more social. I might call you on that. I'm like calling right life coaching. Yeah, calling. Yeah, there's yeah. no more hours to the day, and I know you're a highly motivated, like super motivated person. You would not be in the position if you're in. So, like the motivation, I don't think you need more of it. Like willpower, I bet you're the the fucking queen of willpower. You know what I mean? Yeah. To getting all your cases done, getting your case reviews done, talking with your doctors, talking with your staff, like you probably have the willpower of a mountain. So when you say I probably need to make more effort, I don't think so. I think, I think you're giving all that you can give. And I think too, like if you were to look how many hours you're giving that you can't add any more hours to the day. It would be totally unrealistic to be like, like, you know, when you go in in the morning, you do an early morning 6 a.m. meeting or a case and then work all through the day. And then finally, when you're leaving the hospital, if you're most like most people, like, you know, somewhere between 5 and 8.30 to then like say, okay, I'm going to power through and go be super social butterfly at this social event. That's a super sassy example of me coaching another female colleague 
around issues that she's having. We went on to have a super great conversation. We talked more in depth on what actually is going on in her life, where she could get more satisfaction and fulfillments for her outside of work relationships and her personal life. It was just such a good phone call. And I wanted to just share a snippet of it for you to understand what happens in a coaching call. It's very down to earth, very real, and hopefully you walk away with a sense of, okay, I got some awareness on that, and I got this. So, there you go. Sign up for a coaching call. It's very easy, no pressure, I promise. You can talk to any of the people who I have used as examples that are coming back for more. So if you're interested in doing this, check out the show notes, get signed up, super easy. We'll do a consult call, a colleague-to-colleague call, and you will be on your way, my friend. So remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.